gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to the Meatcast. That, of course, is Heathcliff's Meat Song by Louis Zong from the album Songbook. I always, sometimes we get to say that. Uh, this is Meatcast. I'm Nick, joined with Kyle as usual. Kyle, and weirdly, we have another. We'll get to it later. But we have another Kyle joining us too. This week too. There's two Kyles. We'll get to it later, though. <laughs> We're not going to get right, to it I'll, right now. I'll call you. I'll call you Kyle A. Kyle Prime. Now. Kyle Prime. Yeah. But Kyle Prime, uh, we, uh, we 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 got another uh, iTunes review, another Apple Podcast review. So Ooh, we got to read it. Fantastic! Read it. Yeah, we got to. Sounds so enthusiastic <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, of course, we said if, if you review us on Apple Podcasts, we'll, we'll read the review. <laughs> A big big reward for you uh, if you do that. <laughs> we'll read the thing that you, the nice thing that you said about us, and then um, then we'll enter all the reviews into a raffle. I'm just going to see my pants here. We can figure it out later. Do you enter the re- reviews uh, into a raffle, and then the the winner gets their review read again? <laughs> yeah. That was the second Kyle. You guys sorry, have similar voices, Kyle B. Do Kyle we? And Kyle B. Have, I f- I didn't realize it until. Uh, this call, but I feel like you do. I don't know. Hmm. If you think we have similar we'll have to... voices, write into us uh, and tell us if you had trouble telling right in, Kyle's apart. Write in via another Apple review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do encourage that. I assure uh, our listeners we... that this is not me uh, pretending to be two different Kyles and talking <laughs> to myself. Maybe you guys can like proceed each sentence you say with "This is Kyle A talking" <laughs> or "This is Kyle B talking," and then say whatever you're going to say. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, communicate with us via Apple Podcast Reviews or send us an email, heathcliffrecap at gmail.com. Any kind of feedback, we'd love to hear it. Uh, If you want to be on the show, tell us that, too. Um, (laughs) We uh, we have booked yes that way. Um, But, yeah, so this this review was from February 18th, 2023. It comes from Regular Karate. Do you know who that is, Kyle? I do know who Regular Karate is, yes. It's it's friend of the show, Lance Gillstrap, uh, my ex-podcast co-host, <laughs> once and maybe a future podcast co-host with the Hungry Cat Daily podcast, the Garfield podcast I used to do. But uh, he says, uh, Tyler's never missed an episode. And he says, since I subscribed to this podcast, my podcast app has downloaded every episode. It hasn't missed a single one. So it's kind of a backhanded. Kind of a little bit of a mean thing, but okay. <laughs> um, thank you, Lance. You did I guess. give it five stars. Um, yeah. I will say I was looking just before I, I popped on to see how the reviews were coming in, and I did see some joker left a four star rating, and our <laughs> average is now at four point nine, and it's driving me insane. So whoever you are. Correct your mistake. Correct your mistake. <laughs> Remove your Bump rating. Can we? Can you edit your ratings? I don't know. If, if you, you have to write rating. into Apple, if, if you have to write into iTunes support uh, to have that updated, then you do that, you little stinker. Or this we're is coming Ky- for you. Kyle B speaking. Um, what is the? What did the four star review say? Can Can we read what the four star review said? Is there any sort of like they, critique? They did. Or? Yeah, they, they didn't leave a message. They just they just gave it a star rating. They didn't actually write a review. Coward. 
a true coward move uh, on their just, part. Just trying to get in your head. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that voice you here is the voice of Kyle B, a.k.a. Kyle Irion, uh, who's a comedian from Austin, Texas. You can see him every Friday night performing at 7 p.m. at Coal Town Theater with uh, a, very, a very special episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys uh, for having me, man. I'm, I am stoked. I'm really excited to do this, to do this show. We're well, very Kyle, what's your... You. What's your history with Heathcliff? Do you do you know the the guy, the cat? Uh, are, you, are you a fan? Do you read him every day? Grew up with him. Uh, we're from the same town. Uh, <laughs> now he, uh, I, I watched the cartoon show when I was a kid, and I remember like I uh, I rewatched the opening sequence and uh, vividly uh, remembered uh, him eating the fish, and then like I remember. Uh, I had like a uh, a sense memory of like when it it shows the ribs of the fish and thinking, oh, that was in his mouth. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I never read the strip, but um, that's a great theme song, by the way. The uh, the uh, the cartoon, really good. I'll play a little bit here. It's on my soundboard. A lot of like fun sound effects coming up right here. They just dumped all that cartoon sounds into that one little break. Um, voiced by Mel Blank. Did you know that, Kyle? I B? did not. Kyle A here. Uh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds just like Bugs Bunny. It's fun. It's funny to watch it in hindsight. I, I don't think I ever made that connection. Also, just in case anybody's confused, our last names do not start with A or B. We are just hmm. saying Kyle A and Kyle B. But I'm actually Kyle R, and he's actually Kyle I. And when I say he, I mean Kyle A. This is Kyle A talking right now. You know, Kyle, yeah. But when you say he, you mean Kyle B. Yeah. Yes. He means Kyle B, a.k.a. Kyle I. Uh, But Kyle Kyle B, you have no, you you never really read the comic strip, I guess. No, I have not. So you don't know that it's kind of become a very, like, absurd kind of a thing. No. Yeah, Heathcliff is different now. Heathcliff be different now. Um... I, I I I was knee deep in Garfield when I was a kid. I remember I would rent, I would get the books from the Cut library. Cut his mic. I know. Cut his mic. I, <laughs> I would get the book. I would check out the the the, the omnibus versions of Garfield <laughs> from the library. I think that's the first and only time I used the word omnibus was uh, in in regard to Garfield comic strips. I loved like the, as a young. I boy. loved the Frank Miller run of the Garfield comics. <laughs> <laughs> It got kind of dark, didn't he? He broke his back. The lasagna <laughs> cat returns. Yeah, he broke uh, his back. Took a dip into right wing politics. <laughs> at some point. But no, yeah, I, um, I did not see. I assumed that Heathcliff was now sort of in syndication, that where they just sort of like recycled old, uh, old strips and put. No, in sir. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Active development. Cut. Good. Good. Yeah, Kyle, that's where you're you're dead wrong. I mean, you, you sound like a fool right now, but that's okay. We uh, we don't mind. <laughs> You've show. come on this show like and embarrassed yourself in front of <laughs> an entire army of Heathcliff heads. I fall on my knees before the court. <laughs> no, it, it was uh, taken over by uh, the original author's uh, nephew, Peter Gallagher, and uh, it's turned into a whole whole other thing. I guess uh, should we just get into it? Let's get into it. This week on Heathcliff. (laughs) 
Okay, Kyle B, we should preface this by saying that uh, Peter Gallagher, the, the current author of Heathcliff, will occasionally do theme weeks where he'll introduce some kind of new concept or come back to an old concept and just spend the whole week riffing on it. Uh, so last week was the beginning of Meat Robot Week where he introduced a new character called the Meat Robot. Actually, not Kyle, hey, it turns out he didn't introduce the new, this character. The Meat Robot already existed. He oh. was, uh, he's he had one single panel like two years ago mm. the meat robot and, and, and they Pete, brought him back for a full week peter just yeah. had him in the back pocket waiting for the right moment but so so uh we're starting with last friday's comic which is kind of nearing the end of meat robot week uh so we have the meat robot who is very tall a very big meat robot uh stomping down the street breathing fire and uh the heathcliff looks panicked <laughs> People are running away in fright from the from the uh, the fire, and two birds uh, are sitting atop of a building, and they must be gigantic birds, come to think of it, because uh, they're as big as like a single floor of the building. And one of the birds is saying, "Something's gone wrong with the meat robot." So, yeah. Now, Kyle, as a new to Heathcliff person, I just would love to know your your gut reactions right now. How this is hitting you? <laughs> My gut reaction is uh i'm laughing at that uh something's gone wrong with the meat robot seems like something i would write in while i was thinking of what i wanted to write in <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the beauty of, of the of the comment yeah. the captions that's why I'm comments laughing. the understatement is so funny yes. <laughs> yeah understatement is a big uh element of the current run of heathcliff and for additional context all the comics all the meat robot comics before this were all very celebratory i believe the one <laughs> right before this was a ticker tape parade uh and the caption yeah well, we'll bring it up here uh the caption says the meat robot generates enthusiasm um <laughs> so the whole town is <laughs> Going wild for the meat robot, and now he's a kaiju (laughs) terrorizing the city. Not not to spend too much time on last week's, but I love in last week's when it says he generates enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. Um, The meat robot himself looks almost (laughs) slump-shouldered, as he he, he, almost like he tires. He's like a he's got like a Doctor Manhattan feel where he tires (laughs) and being celebrated and well. Viewing it now through the lens of what we know of what eventually happens with the yeah. meat robot, it is very interesting that That's right. he's now he's he's finally snapped. We can see the beginnings of his uh, uh, existential dread setting in. You can yeah, you can see it. Uh, he's got this this blank expression as all these people yes. smile and suddenly Heathcliff walking right by him, happy. He, mm-hmm. The dogs are are barking and 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 loving seeing him. The crowd celebrates him. The entire time, all he's thinking about is what he really wants to do, <laughs> which is destroy. someday soon. A real rain's gonna come and <laughs> watch yes. the I love that it all led streets. up. To, and the the really funny thing is, it did it did not all lead up to this. This is the Friday Meet Robot panel. So there's still one more day in Meet Robot Week, and just last week we were talking about how these kind of when he does these theme weeks there's really no rhyme or reason to the order in which the the the, the comics are presented so the next the final day of meet robot week <laughs> is just meet robot sitting on a bench next to heathcliff in a park tranquil as can be heathcliff's got a big smile on his face and the birds are saying everyone could use a meat robot <laughs> well this th- th- this is a world after humanity as you can see <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. I, no, not a human in sight here. No, that it's just is the true. birds. Me robot birds. has fulfilled his prime directive. <laughs> he's got that evidence. blank expression on his face. That uh, straight, almost a straight line for for his for his uh, his mouth smile, whatever. Well, there is kind of a Mona Lisa smile too. Nothing funnier to me than someone sitting with like perfect posture and both hands on their knees and just staring <laughs> ahead blankly. I think that might be the funniest thing in the world, which speaks to how broken my comedy brain is that I'm just like, yeah, I don't need jokes anymore. I just need literally a person sitting in a chair to make me laugh. A person or a or a robot, or a meat robot yeah. Meat? A robot made to promote meat, I suppose. So he so so in the next one, everyone could use a meat robot. He's got that blank expression, which to me is is really like it makes me really worried for Heathcliff because what this tells me is that he hasn't found it yet. The meat robot has not found what he's been looking for, and I think this is where it's really hitting him. Yeah, his work is not done. He's annihilated mankind, but yet. He still hungers. There are still yet worlds to conquer. <laughs> well, Kyle, we kind of scrolled through really, really quickly all the uh, Meat Robot cartoons from this week. What what do you think the Meat Robot is? Kyle, I'm, I'm speaking to Kyle, Kyle B here. Kyle B, aka Kyle I. Yeah, so th- I was. That's kind of something that I was kind of thinking about. Is uh, I was wondering how meat uh, came into play. And, and, and Great maybe, question. Really good and, question. Yeah, and if you guys could kind of kind of catch me up on on this because it, it seems like meat is like a big part. It means mm-hmm. meat cast, right? So so obviously meat plays a role in this. Is that just a word that he thinks is funny and so he uses it a lot? I would say that's a pretty good read uh, on the situation, <laughs> but I think it you know cat Heathcliff being a, a cat, uh, an animal, you know, loves meat. He's often wearing a ham helmet, or he ham, ha- ham yeah. in particular is a recurring um, type of meat. Specifically, ham gum uh, yeah. is a thing. Ham is um, funny. Ham is funny. Un- no doubt about it. Ham is funny. I mean, it really is. Um, so but there's th- no additional context we can give you as to why there is a robot with the word meat written on its chest. So when, when I was in fourth grade, me and my friend Lanny, we would draw cartoons, like comics, and we'd send send them to each other, and they were always like, kind of funny. And we had we each had a protagonist, and his was uh, Cheese Monkey. And it was, a, <laughs> it was a wedge of cheese with eyes and arms and legs. And I made like a spinoff character named Spam Gorilla, which was a block of spam with eyes and arm, big muscly arms. And wow, Kai, you so you were a big muscle guy even back then. Yeah, yeah, back then I was really into muscles. Well, that's what I got my dysmorphia by my own drawing. I drew Spam Gorilla, and I was like, wow, I want to be built like this. I want to be a rectangular prism with big muscly arms. <laughs> but but it sort of it, like it reminds me of this in that way where like there was really nothing like nothing none of the comedy that we did with these characters had to do with the fact that they were made of cheese or that mm-hmm. they were spam. We just thought those were two funny substances. funny words. Yeah. Um, so, um, meat robot is pink. Joints, glo- joints, hands, feet are like a darker shade of pink, and then the body is like a lighter shade of pink. So, do you guys think that meat robot is made of meat? No, 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 that's stupid for you to say that. Um. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not proposing that as a good idea. I'm trying to break down the art of Gallagher. 
Peter Gallagher, I, Mr. Gallagher, please. Mr. Gallagher, sorry. Kyle, Kyle's uh, hypothesis, and that's I've kind of come around on it, is that uh, the meat shop owner built the meat robot uh, to, I guess, kind of promote his shop and to promote, promote the idea of meat. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it. like a it's like a I, delivery and promotional thing. You know, just, that's I, right because he also has meat inside of him. I think I figured it out. <laughs> that was another part of the hypothesis. Oh, I Kyle I, I aka Kyle B, you have a hypothesis. All right, so Nick, scroll back to this week's panel. Uh, uh, Thursdays? Yeah, Thursdays. Oh, the next one with the fire. Right. Okay. okay. So, meat robot. I think that something's not gone wrong with the meat robot. I think something's gone exactly right. Mm, you think this is a plan the whole time? He's harvesting meat. Human meat. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yes, he's harvesting that human meat for the butchers who are waiting greedily at the butcher shop. Wow. Oh, wow. They should have maybe colored him uh, instead of a pink. It should have been a, a green, a soylent green. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't going for interesting. Listen to me on, <laughs> listen to me on Soylent Cast. Thank you for Yeah, the we time. didn't laugh. <laughs> We just said interesting. <laughs> it overwhelmed the funny part of my brain, and I couldn't laugh. Yeah, I short-circuited, man. It was too good. Um, okay, well, then there's this comic from February 19th, Sunday, President's Day. It's basically a bunch of people are dressed like Lincoln and... Washington is there too. Nick really hates the Sunday strips. This, but it's Jimmy week. Big news, Jimmy, Jimmy back. Um, Kyle B. Jimmy is a frog that Heathcliff, the character, is desperately trying to turn into uh, a a, a new breakout star (laughs) of the comic strip. And the rest of the characters in the comic strip just aren't buying it. They don't like Jimmy. The fans of the comic strip love Jimmy. Love Jimmy. <laughs> Although I will say I'm noticing an uptick of people. Um, Is there a Jimmy backlash? No, they're they're. I think it's insincere. I think they're trying to do kayfabe. I think they're they're you know they'll comment on pictures of Jimmy and say like, I hate not Jimmy. You know, yeah, or I'm not feeling it, or I'm sick of Jimmy. Whatever it is, you know. Uh, but we we here at the Meatcast love Jimmy. I enthusiastically uh, support Jimmy. And did you see Kyle that the Kyle B did you, or Kyle A? Did you see that uh, they're they're finally selling the Jimmy shirts? Yeah, there's there's a whole Jimmy merch section on on the Heathcliff website, and it's Heathcliff.com. It's, it's like the the categories are like apparel, home goods, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I placed my order. I'm, I got a Jimmy shirt. You got a Jimmy I shirt. I I ordered. Um, I, I, Peter, you're listening. If you're listening, you know this shirt's not the most size inclusive, but you know, just a little note from your boy. But I ordered myself a Jimmy pint glass and a, a pin. Uh, I'm gonna be wearing nice. a Jimmy pin on my <clears throat> backpack. I think, boys. I bought wow. myself. I don't want to jump ahead but i did also visit the store i bought a jimmy compound bow um, <laughs> so i can go hunting now and with my jimmy compound bow. i'm really excited about it that's great man yeah they think wow. of peter thought of everything when he put the so, story together so question about jimmy well 
Oh, okay. Well, let me just real quick summarize sure. this conversation from February 20th. This is President's Day, uh, Monday, February 20th. Heathcliff is in his front yard uh, raising a flag with Jimmy's picture on it. It says Jimmy above it. And uh, he's got a big smile on his face. Jimmy's standing next to him, blank expression on his face. <laughs> in the window, Iggy and his friend are, are talking, and Iggy is saying, no one else celebrates Jimmy Day. <laughs> this is a this is good. I love it. I love it. I love it because it also, um, it's it means that now, canonically, February 20th is Jimmy Day. So now mm-hmm. we have a holiday we can celebrate. I actually <laughs> literally, literally added it to my calendar uh, on a yearly recurring basis, I put in Jimmy Day, so next year I wouldn't forget that <laughs> today is Jimmy Day. Um, also, it's on President's Day, as you said, so it sort of implies yeah. that Heathcliff is like an anti-imperialist. <laughs> he just is like, I'm not celebrating any U.S. presidents. Uh, it's all about Jimmy today. And he's uh, right to do so. Yeah. This okay, so a couple of things. First of all, I love this bit. I, I I really like it. I love that Jimmy is nonplussed not only in real life but also on the flag himself. <laughs> like yes, that's the only pick. Um, yeah. So like so in the comic strip, like Heathcliff is trying to get. Is it known that Heathcliff's trying to get Jimmy on? Like he's trying to get Jimmy over. Like is. Yeah, the first okay. appearance yeah. of Jimmy, if I'm not mistaken, um, was uh, uh, Heathcliff uh, stand, like on a street corner, almost like a lemonade stand, and he had a bunch of Jimmy merch out, um, and the caption, and Jimmy was sitting there with the same blank expression he always has, and the caption was um, "Still no luck with Jimmy?" Question <laughs> mark. Oh. Um, and so. It's sort of, I'm choosing to interpret it as Heathcliff is Jimmy's agent slash manager. And he's like trying yeah. to get Jimmy, to, which Jimmy didn't hire him. Heathcliff just decided that he is that. Uh, and he's trying to make Jimmy happen. From an outsider, can I, like, just just from this strip and the one you just described, it also mm-hmm. kind of sounds like he Heathcliff wants Jimmy to be his friend. <laughs> like, I like the idea that he's like, hey, I, I love you, man. I love like, this guy. This guy is so great. You guys see yeah, what I think I'm that's it. I think he thinks he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, come on, Jimmy. <laughs> How can you not love Jimmy? I also what? love the meta element of it, of, of Peter Gallagher, like, just making Jimmy happen. <laughs> you know, like he, he's now selling the merch just like he was, Ethel was in the first comic. I love it. I'm looking for those early Jimmy comics and I, I can't find, they're not showing up in the, in the search I usually use, but let's see if I this can. This reminds me of that just time. To, just to give a, oh, here we go. This reminds me of that time that I did that sketch show and I sold, uh, I, I gave the first hundred people in the door, Nick Ramirez bobbleheads <laughs> on the night that I knew Nick was going to show up. It's Nick Ramirez night. This is the first, this is, I think the, one of the early Jimmy ones at least where, uh, Jimmy Heathcliff's got this big merchandise stand for, with all this Jimmy stuff, and Jimmy's sitting at the stand, and and uh, he's saying, "Still no luck with Jimmy." No his head, by it. his head, barely above the desk, which is a, something I just noticed this time. Okay, that is- and this is the origin of the Jimmy shirt, which is now actually on sale. And people are uh, <laughs> this okay? Are so, for so, so this is this this makes me a little curious because now it looks like Jimmy's in on it. 
because Jimmy's <laughs> in the chair. Well, I, yeah. I think I imagine Heathcliff just set, just put Jimmy in the chair, and Jimmy's like, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's kind of how I. Jimmy's it not too. really fighting it, but he's not really actively participating in it. Mm-hmm. But let's uh, let's move on to uh, February twenty first, <laughs> Tuesday, day two, of Jimmy Week. Uh, so Kyle, uh, Kyle, be a recurring theme, and Heathcliff is these concerts on the uh, on the on the top of the fence. <laughs> this time is just Heathcliff with a DJ turntable and two big speakers in the background, uh, and a big billboard or a big sign that says Jimmy behind him, and Jimmy's in the front just standing in front of a tiny little <laughs> microphone and there's two or three cats there's three cats hanging around just kind of barely paying attention and iggy's in the window saying poor turnout for the jimmy show <laughs> man it's tough i feel i feel for jimmy and heathcliff you know yeah i mean jimmy jimmy i don't think jimmy minds i, I don't think jimmy's about this life i think he's just uh he's just along for the ride just going with the flow mm-hmm. which and it's is hard to feel bad for heathcliff. Him, you know yeah um but yeah i i love that um gallagher is kind of subverting these uh his his usual jokes mm-hmm. th- these usual premises in 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 uh in uh in uh these jimmy comics just making it just going back to it to the old well but making it about jimmy and about how nobody gives a shit about him. yeah there's so many possibilities how are the aliens gonna feel about jimmy you know uh-huh. how's the man-eating giant gonna feel about jimmy the garbage ape you know i got i want to see all the it's like when you have a sitcom you want to see all the different characters have their little two-person scenes together to see how they all feel about each other the really well, exciting giant doesn't really care for jimmy i don't think so i don't <laughs> think he would, would be a good i feel like that's a caption <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, re- the really exciting thing about this is, so two years ago, there was a, a, a we we saw the meat robot for the first time, and then two years later, he is destroying humanity. He has a week. So yeah. we're seeing Jimmy. There's no telling where Jimmy will be in two years. <laughs> <laughs> and I am excited that Gallagher is laying the groundwork now. Jimmy's oh, gonna man, if tomorrow's if tomorrow's uh, comic is Jimmy. <laughs> breathing fire down the street but it's just a little bit of fire because he's so tiny and people are like people aren't too scared about the fire breathing jimmy jimmy's <laughs> gonna go freaking postal if we're not careful yes okay. i was gonna say two years from now the strip will be him on al pacino's talk show <laughs> and uh <laughs> coming out from behind a curtain full Joker well makeup. kyle i'm so sorry i'm so oh, sorry no robert you, de niro but it's so robert sorry. de niro I, now i understand <laughs> okay take two take two we're gonna edit that out uh, We're not leaving two, it. Two years from, don't leave, leave it, it in. in. Cut this out. All right. So February twenty second's comic is one of the best in a long time. It's uh, a billboard. Incredible. WWJD question mark is the is on the billboard, and there's a, the same little silhouette of Jimmy uh, underneath <laughs> it. And Grandpa Nutmeg and Heathcliff are staring at the billboard. Jimmy is there too, but he's not looking at the billboard <laughs> at all. He's just kind of staring at the the audience. And the caption is Grandpa Nutmeg saying, no one will read that as, what would Jimmy do? (laughs) God, I love it. I love it so much. I love that it looks like, it looks like Jimmy's waiting for the bus. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy is looking forlorn down the street (laughs) as Heathcliff and the old man stare. (laughs) I love that. That's a great detail. 
Peter, we gotta that, get uh, we gotta get WWJD bracelets on the on the merch store. Uh, yeah. they, they have they have to happen. They simply have to happen. That would bead, be a t-shirt. Bead bracelets. A, a t-shirt too. I would love a what WWJD t-shirt with Jimmy <laughs> underneath it. Can you imagine <laughs> the reaction you'd get wearing a WWJD <laughs> shirt? In 2023, with a frog on it. <laughs> is there some kind of Jesus frog connection? Or is, I know there's a Jesus fish connection. Yeah, I don't know oh, if Jesus gosh. did much for the reptiles. Kyle's, there was like a plague. There was the plague. Yeah, frogs, no, there right? is that. There is that thing where um, the subversive uh, car decal, because you'd have the Jesus fish. The subversive car decal was the fish with little legs uh, mm-hmm. signifying mm-hmm. evolution and i think that was like a tadpole becoming a frog maybe or yep a washing from the primordial soup mm-hmm. um, primordial so. soup hey somebody passed me a spoon <laughs> so saltines i'm hungry um but yeah, so I, I, I feel like they that wouldn't be right. I mean, they wouldn't read that right. People wouldn't read that. All, all no, people, not, you know, no, no a very small percentage. I mean, but Grandpa Nutmeg was correct. No one will read no that. One, no one will read that as what would Jimmy Grandpa do. Grandpa But a very, the small percentage of, of society that would understand, man, what a great way to make a friend. You know, if, if they spot you in a WWE, what, in a what would Jimmy do uh, shirt. <laughs> and then we have today, uh, today's comic Thursday, February twenty third. Uh, Jimmy's sitting behind a, a booth with the Facebook like emoji symbol, thumbs up on it, and the word like. And uh, Heathcliff is kind of kicked, kicked back, kicking back by the window, and Iggy is telling Heathcliff, "Still no likes for Jimmy." Or he's asking Heathcliff, "Still no likes for Jimmy." <laughs> I love that Heathcliff has changed tactics here. That he's he's like the merch isn't isn't working. We we got to reach the kids. They're all on social media, <laughs> so he just makes a like booth. What I, and this is a like booth have come up before. I'm not exactly sure how they work. How they <laughs> you, you tied into Facebook? Press, you press the front of it. You press the, the yeah. What what you think? There's some kind of RFID login or something there. I, I, I think maybe yeah, that's possible. Um, I you know what I love about this is like the so the uh, on all these it's still no still no still no, and what I like about that is that it it tells me that the person asking the question, which is the little boy, I guess, um, he is on some level surprised that Jimmy has not gotten any likes. He is on some <laughs> level surprised that there was a low turnout. For his, I think show. he's more surprised that Heathcliff is sticking with it. That Heathcliff hasn't abandoned this. This Jimmy idea. I like mm-hmm. thinking that these that Heathcliff and the kid know something about Jimmy that we don't. That there is something <laughs> special. There's something it. special about Jimmy that we just don't know. I think that's true. I mean, I immediately fell in love with Jimmy. I think Jimmy is just one yeah. of those things where, hey man, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, pff, it's I not for, you. for you. It's not for you. I feel sorry for you. You know. Do you guys ever have like a friend that you like, you just think is the best and you introduce him or her to your other friends and they don't have a good showing and, <laughs> and the whole time in your head, you're like, no, come on, man. Like do your, do your stuff, man. Like, come on. You're like, not you're, bringing the A material. You're funny. And the, your friends are like, or, or you'll try to tee them up with like a funny story that they have. Uh-huh. Oh, tell them about the golf cart, Tony. And Tony's just, oh, that's. 
That's a, that's a long step for another time. For another time. Like, no, man, this is the time. No, do it. It's this time to do it time. now. I feel like I am that friend <laughs> over and over again in my life. I don't perform well under pressure. Um, well, that that's this weekend, Jimmy. I'm hoping for a stellar conclusion to, to Jimmy Week. I, I really hope there are two more Jimmy comics. I hope it's a full Jimmy Week. Sometimes Peter Gallagher will, will bail on the week mm-hmm. early, but yeah, I hope we get a full a full week of them. All right, let's move on to this. Okay, I'm gonna try to live mix the theme song to this last segment. Let's see if this is gonna work. Smell fish. Yes. <laughs> that was great. That was the Weezer B-side sandwiches time, and then Heathcliff saying he smells fish. Um, Kyle, Kyle A, did you eat a fish sandwich? I did. And for the listener who is wondering why Nick is asking me if I've eaten a fish sandwich. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Nick texted me uh, last week, I would say, and asked me if over I... Over the weekend, I think. Over the weekend, yeah. yeah. Asked me if I wanted to review fast food fish sandwiches <laughs> for fish sandwich season. <laughs> and I said, yes, absolutely, of course. What do you? Why do you even have to ask me this? Well, the idea is Heathcliff likes fish, or at least... He did in the cartoon. Undoubtedly, I, did, I true. think he does. I think he does. Yeah, we don't see the fish skeleton a lot in the in the in the Peter Gallagher run, um, but uh, it's it's in the DNA. You can't avoid it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and this is fish sandwich season. This is like Lent season. This is when all the all the fast food chains will start selling fish sandwiches uh, to appeal to the Catholics to can't eat meat. Yes, or at least won't. Eat. Refuse to eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a young Catholic boy, I, I, we would walk up to the McDonald's and we would cross our arms and shake our heads. <laughs> and and they would say, well, I don't know what to do. They're not leaving. <laughs> they would just find. Now, I guess I want to know... Um, I'm I'm Catholic. Well, I'm I'm a lapsed Catholic, but uh, Nick, are you are you a Catholic of any sort? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm my parents are Mexican or half. I have I've come from yes, a, a little bit Catholic. <laughs> we didn't we didn't. I was gonna say we didn't celebrate. We didn't we we didn't, we didn't celebrate, uh, celebrate Catholicism. Catholicism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> No, we, we we didn't follow any traditions really. My my grandparents did though, and uh-huh. some of my cousins did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also never, I never growing up, I didn't eat meat at all. Uh, oh. My mom was a vegetarian. She, I, I didn't really eat meat until I was in my in high school. So uh, fish sandwiches were my go to everywhere, mm-hmm. and fish sandwich season was a great time for me because I mean meant I could go to Arby's and get a fish sandwich. Was I that- could go to. Nick, was your first experience with me when you were you were in that rock band and you guys were in your car and your bassist turns around to you in the back seat and says, "Hey man, you got to try one of these," and it's a burger. And you're like, "Whoa!" And then your life went out of control. And you're you're like, uh, "I don't know, guys. I'm not supposed to." Hey, uh, I I mean that that. No guy, I don't know, guys. I'm not supposed to. That was my reaction to me when I was a kid. Like, 
like at a friend's house. Yeah. Do you want a hot dog? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think my mom will be mad. Do you guys think you'll ever say the phrase, I don't know, I don't think I'm supposed to ever again? <laughs> Isn't that, we've lost that phrase. I, I hope. It. I hope it I comes like I up. I say it once a week or so. <laughs> I hope I'm with a group of friends and I have to say, guys, I'm not supposed to. I, you know, I <laughs> I bet it, I bet it comes up if you have a a kid. Like that's something that like uh, you know like it like should I have another beer? I don't know. I'm not supposed. To. I'm supposed to get home. Well, uh, I have to yeah. drive the kid. I mean, supposed to. I was gonna say it's it's transition to should. I shouldn't. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, guys, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, really I shouldn't. shouldn't. You know. But that just means I'm gonna do it. I shouldn't. Yeah. I'm yeah. Should I be bad? Should I, I want everyone to know, yeah, that I'm above this, but I, and then, but I'm not above this. Well, Kyle B, did Kyle uh, A fill you in on the fish sandwich idea? Yeah, he told me I had to eat six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I he did, and I and I did, I did my duty. I went to Popeyes and I said one wow. one fish sandwich, please. Now, Kyle B, aka Kyle I, you are somebody who you really you pay you can't you put a lot of care into what you put into your body. You're yes. you're you're a really thoughtful um, adult eater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unlike me and Nick, who are regularly putting poison in our bodies. Uh, um, so when I texted you and asked you to eat a fish sandwich from Popeye's, um, uh, I, I'm curious how that hit you uh, in the moment. Uh, I broke out into immediate uh, flop sweat. Um <laughs> Uh, no, you had already I, immediately like, said yes to being on the podcast before yeah. I revealed it, so you were already a little bit committed into it. I was trying to figure out um, what I was going to abstain from to make it <laughs> uh, make it work, yeah, um, to make up for it. Now, I it, it, is that not like it, it, to me that when I when I'm eating well, it's that, that would have been a good excuse. Like, oh yes, I, I now I have to eat something that <laughs> tastes delicious, but I shouldn't eat. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing, Nick. If Kyle had said we're going to eat, we're eating pizza, or we're having double, it's he's going to try this bacon cheeseburger. I would have said yes. What a great excuse to have these things. But he said you're having fish sandwiches from Popeyes. <laughs> so, so I was less excited uh, about the it didn't feel like cheating because it's like uh kyle it's it's almost like my cheat day is like uh, a pound of liver it's like i don't know it's um, I, well so how did you feel about you, you had one did you get the spicy or the classic i got classic i thought classic would be the way to go um to get the real experience and uh i will tell you i before i ate it i imagined what it would taste like and I was exactly right. <laughs> I nailed it. I took the first bite and I said, oh, okay, I get it. And uh, it burnt, it, the, because of the shape of the patty, the perfectly almost square patty, it, it evenly burned my entire tongue. <laughs> and I took two bites and then uh, uh, threw it away at a gas station. <laughs> so, so you were eating it on the road. You got it. Yeah, I, and you, I, I was you, in San Antonio. I was visiting a friend, and I and, and it was like lunchtime when I was leaving. And I said, uh, and I was like, "Man, you know what? Let me grab that for the road. Let me knock that out right now." <laughs> yeah, let me get this. Let me get this over with. And I, and I, and I got it and a diet coke, and it was eight dollars. Which <laughs> Popeyes seems, isn't is, Popeyes is not cheap. It no. is exorbitant, and I ate it, and it tasted. It just tasted just like I thought it was going to. I mean, it, wow. like it just there was no flavor. Like it felt like 
the it, there was fish and and I barely even tasted the batter. Like it, it mm. just it was just a fish taste. Wow. And, I, and is that like a tartar sauce on there? What is that? Is that may- mayo? What is that? Well, I got the I got the um the spicy one, which is some sort of spicy sauce. Let me see if I can figure that out. I, I will say that uh, you and I had very different experiences with this fish sandwich. I thought it was delicious. Yeah, I loved it. I, 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 loved it. I absolutely loved it. Kyle, did you go spicy? I went spicy too. See, so that's, that, that's that might be what it is. It also might be that I have the palate of a child. And so <laughs> it, it tasted great to me. Well, because you had that tragic palate accident when you were younger, you had to get it replaced. Mm-hmm. You had to get yeah. a, a transplant from a child. I gotta, yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> they life uh, flighted me uh, to <laughs> the hospital. We gotta make sure this boy so, tastes again. Um, it does seem to be a tartar sauce on the on the normal one, maybe a spicy tartar sauce on the on the spicy. I think it's and, just uh, a regular spicy mayo on the spicy. Okay, because oh, the same thing they use for their chicken sandwich. Yes, that's right. Um, because I'm not a big tartar sauce person, mm-hmm. and I was wrestling with do I get it without tartar sauce? That sort of felt like it's not, I'm not getting the full experience. So I went for it and it turned out to just be the spicy mayo. And I was like, okay, this is fine. I, I've had this. I did remove it's, the pickles. It's the, I will say. Okay. I was going to say it's a flounder fish sandwich at Popeye's. It's, it just came back about a week ago and it has uh, or maybe, maybe just Monday, February. That's this is the, the, Oh no, this is, this is an old article. This is from last year, but yeah, it's, it's just got the sauce, the pickle, two pickles and the, and the fish fillet. Uh, spicy, yeah, spicy meal for uh, for the spicy one and, and tartar sauce for the normal. Um, I thought this thing was a home run. Yeah. Um, I, should we rate it? I, do you have any categories you want to rate it on, Kyle? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, fishiness or or uh, fishiness would be like the lower the rating, the better, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Or maybe you want it, you maybe you want it you to be, want a, it little to be a little fishy, you know? So like a three out of five is like the perfect. Is good. That feels <laughs> yeah. very strange. <laughs> you want it to be a three out of five in terms of fishiness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we rate the batter. How about we rate the batter? Mm-hmm. And I, I would give the batter a, a four, a solid four. Yeah, I'm saying batter up because this thing was fantastic. Um, and I liked what struck me about it was Popeye's is usually very crunchy. The batter is very like Mm. very, um, a lot of ridges, you know, it's, it's very, very bad. It's extremely battered. A spiky Um, batter. Yeah. It's a spiky battering. Yeah. Um, this was not that it was a smooth, it was smooth sailing out on the Popeye's seas. <laughs> my, my fish sandwich was like a gogurt and I squeezed it and the fish squirted into my mouth. It was loose. Much like Heathcliff, um, you know, squeezing the fish, uh, yeah. off of its skeleton. Now I will say for Good my job tying it back to Heathcliff. Thank my, you. <laughs> Somebody good. had to do it. <laughs> this is so my my batter was sort of like a loose. It was like a sleeve around the fish. Uh, yes, it didn't yes, feel like exactly. it was. It was. They were yeah, that's right. I feel like it made them separately, and they assembled it later. Yeah, everything that you're saying is bad. Is why we liked it. <laughs> oh, I also got man. a side of fries. 
They the awesome fries. Love Popeye's fries. They are good. I had the red beans and rice. I had like a little bit, a little uh, side of it. I was just looking for something a little different, you know. And fries, well, I find that's maybe the best up. side. Yeah, Dude, I mean, red beans are fantastic. Red beans and rice and that sandwich. That sounds like a damn meal. Yeah, it that sure sounds was. like nap time. Hey, for a for a Cajun boy like myself, we shall. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and give it an overall rating out of uh, can we uh, fish fish skeletons? Fish, it's got to be fish zero skeletons. to five fish yeah. skeletons. Okay. Five being the best, zero being the worst. Hey, Kyle, uh, Kyle, be where you going to say something. Mm, I'm going to withhold. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to wait till you guys give your ratings. Mm. And I'll, I'll come back because I have a little bit of because here's my thing. Okay, I'll just say it now so we can all think about it. So here's my thing. I feel like I did not enjoy the fish sandwich, but I also feel like it gave exactly what it intended to give. Mm. So it's giving fish sandwich. It's giving. That's what you were it's saying. Giving fish sandwich, and so <laughs> I, I, so when I say when I give my rating, I want the listening audience to understand this was my personal experience. And mm. please do not use this as any sort of guise to whether or not you should have a fish sandwich, folks. The people at Popeyes work hard. Um, I'm going to give mine. Well, are, were you were you ready to rate rate yours, Kyle? I wasn't sure. I'm ready. Oh yeah, go ahead. Let's let's hear it. Two. Two, two I really cousins. love that this two is coming out of Kyle's uh, fear of conflict. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. He, he now knows that me and Nick liked it. <laughs> well, so well, he's like, well, I'm not going to give it a one. I'm not going to give it a one. I mean, I'll give it a two. Okay, okay. And I'll tell you why I give it a two. I tell you why I give it a two. Because aesthetically, it did look, it looked pretty damn good. Okay? Nice golden brown. Uh-huh. Coat. Good, good rapper too. Good rapper. Great rapper. I There's actually a... have that in. I made a couple of notes, and I wrote, oh. "Love a foil wrapper." Um, yeah, the, premium, the, the, premium. The, the fish had a great shell on it. That's what I call the batter. The fish's shell. <laughs> um, the fish had a good shell. That bun was beautiful. It the was bun's uh, fantastic. The bun was fantastic. Um, so I give it. I, I give love it that spicy. For, I love that spicy sauce, Kyle. I wish you'd gotten a chance to try with the spicy sauce. I, you know, when, when I ordered it, I, I ordered the original, and I thought, I, I had the thought, you know, this is probably just going to be bland. Like, mm-hmm. that maybe I should, but I thought, for a true thing, I got to go with the regular roll thing. I get it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I appreciate you doing that. Now we have some uh, different experiences here. Yeah. I'm going to give it five fish skeletons, because yeah. I can't imagine another uh, fish sandwich topping this. Another well, fast food. You can't sandwich. even imagine it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like when you close I your mean, eyes. I mean, I have it's a very a limited imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Nick. Try. <laughs> I'll say this is also. I got this. I got one of these last year when, during fish sandwich season, and it was a big disappointment. It just was. Uh, it, it something was off about it. This time, home run. I loved it. Five five fish. What's different? Eat. What changed? I think it was just uh, the a poor quality Popeyes. They didn't prepare it well. Maybe sitting around. I don't remember if it was sitting around or, or what. But I think maybe there was no sauce on it even. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. This was just a much better experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, my, my gut um, wants to give it a five. Uh, I will say I'm, the only reason I'm hesitant is because I we this is our first one, you know, so. I may get that Arby's sandwich, which I have heard yeah. so much about. And I haven't. I got had that yet. last year. I got. I got. They have. They had three different ones last year. I got all three. Oh man! I, yeah. And I, they were. 
they're pretty good. I I still think the pop for me the Popeyes is better. But yeah, that's fair. You got to give yourself room to to uh, it, to uh, find an improve a, a better fish sandwich. I, I'm, so. I'm gonna say five because uh, I I I thought it was great. I had a great time. Um, uh, I enjoyed my time with the sandwich. And if I do have another sandwich that is better. I'm just gonna have to break the scale because it's it's gonna have to be like a six, you know. I mean, it's like Dave to, Meltzer. That's, that's right. if that means anything to anybody. I think that's exactly what you do. If if next week you go in there and you have the Arby's sandwich and it kicks ass and it's better than, which it'll be a big deal because it, it would be better than than Nick could possibly imagine a fish sandwich could be. <laughs> then you just you best out of seven, baby, and yeah. then you knock that scale up. <laughs> who knows by the end of this maybe it's like how many out of 30 stars because you just keep finding these better fish sandwiches that would be great i mean how charmed would my life be if i just a 30 star fish sandwich every week oh was getting better and better fish sandwiches during and talking about it on our heathcliff and talking podcast. about it on our heathcliff podcast <laughs> because again it is heathcliff related um uh what hey what more can a catholic boy ask for during lent come on <laughs> Well, and what more can we say about Heathcliff? It's the end of the show. Kyle, Arianna, is there anything you want to, anything else you want to say? Anything you want to plug? You mentioned, we mentioned your, your weekly show at Cold Town Theater in Austin, Texas. Yeah, seven o'clock on Fridays. But I just want to say this uh, has been a lot of fun. I, and, and um, this makes me want to go dive into some Heathcliff, man. I, I mean, this is great. This is so funny. Like, I, I, when you guys showed me something uh, is what is it? Something is wrong with the meat robot, man. Like that, my laugh was so from my belly and sincere. It felt so good. I'm I love that. You, you I guys, love to hear that. You guys have a convert here. You guys uh, evangelized to me. You made it. <laughs> that's made it happen. That's why we do it. I mean, that's why we we show up. That's why we turn on the microphones is to evangelize. In, in all seriousness, <laughs> I think, like, sometimes I did tell people about this, and they're like, oh, it's a little, like an irony thing, like you're, like, making fun of uh, the comic strip or whatever, and we're like, no, absolutely not. Like, we genuinely love it. So when we have somebody on who doesn't have experience with it, uh, and they end up liking it, I think that's great. I want to say one thing yeah. about, about Heathcliff real quick that I thought that I noticed speak on it especially in because i know it's it you it's i feel like it's almost impossible to have a conversation about heathcliff without talking about the other one yeah we don't say his name (laughs) you know what i'm talking about the other guy Uh um i like heathcliff's positive energy i like Mm. that heathcliff is smiling sometimes and he is trying to put over his friend He's happily walking next to the meat robot. He's out in the world. He's doing things while the other guy's doing things. Yeah. The other guy's at home, pouting, being mean to his owner. (laughs) So true. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Heathcliff's, yeah. Heathcliff's, Heathcliff's always out, putting himself out there, trying to get something done. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, man. That's a good way to look at it. He's a creative type, too. He's painting. He's. You know, he's doing all kinds of stuff. He's a musician. Well, mm-hmm. a DJ. Well, I guess he's also he's been everything. <laughs> he's, got, he's got bands, yeah. Shout at DJs right. from Kyle. Not real musicians. <laughs> <laughs> I look. Uh-oh. I don't know what to tell you. Uh oh. Don't get him started on rap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs>